0: Come on. What up, what up, what up, San Antonio, El Paso, Abilene People up in Lubbock, people up in the Mile High City in Denver, Colorado People up in Tyler, people up in the Shaw City People down the whole 305 South Florida region And my people down Laredo You are tuning in here to the Wednesday Hump Day edition of the Sports Grind Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark producing, spinning the one and twos 877-37-GRIND is your number to participate We are broadcasting here from the Maestro Dobell Tequila Studios, and today's show is going to be presented by Dosaki's Get A Dose. Eight seven seven three seven grind. You know the rules. If you know what you want to talk about, um, it is open phone lines as usual. We just ask you be patient during the. Uh, we ask you for two things: call during the segment breaks, during the breaks, and be patient during the long segments and breaks. And we'll get to the phone calls accordingly. Also, keep in mind if you need to follow me or reach out to me via Twitter, you can do that at Sports Grind. And also, if you need to um, stream the show live. It's not really. If you need to, if you want to, stream the show live. Don't forget, you can go to uh, the business Facebook page of Sports Grind Entertainment, or you can go to my personal Facebook page and you can leave comments, and uh, I'll read those and respond to those on you know in real time on air. Or I'll go ahead and respond to them later. And keep in mind, if you ever miss any of the shows live, you can always download the daily podcast daily, seven days a week, 365, by going to sportsgrindonline.com. And if you're traveling or you're in a market that doesn't have us terrestrial radio-wise, keep in mind as well, too, you can go ahead and go to the same website, click the play button, and we'll be live there for you. Or with you, I should say. 877-37-GRIND. What's going on, Mr. Clark? Ready rock and roll? All right, so here we go. All right, we've got quite a bit to get to. It is hump day uh, on Wednesday, so we've got some things to get to. Of course, uh, we've got World Cup women. Uh, we've got a final set now. We know it's Spain and New England. Okay, we know England has beat um, there was victorious over the home host Australia walkabout. They won 3-1, I think it is, and that sets up a final match between England and Spain. Should be a hell of a World Cup final. Women, I know we American women didn't make it this time, but you can't win everyone, so this should be an exciting uh, Finals World Cup. Um, also soccer-related, Messi. You know, I haven't had an update with him, uh, by the way. Uh, he just continues to make a mockery of the MLS and just continues to dominate. I know he's one of the goat. He's GOAT in some people's eyes. The man that rests above Diego Maradona is always probably my GOAT, along with Pe- I mean, Pele. I've always Pele's like the... He's the creme de creme. He's top. you know. And then we go under there. I mean, he's, he's the God. We put him up there, and then that next tier always for me. I mean, hand of God. 86, World Cup, Mexico. But a lot of people have Messi. At his age, he, I mean, he's got... What I think seven goals already six. He's only played nine goals. Nine goals and he's played out of how many games? He's played what six games? Uh, Six games.
1: (laughs) In in those games, the club has a perfect record of six wins, zero draws, zero losses. Of course, this was Inter Miami, the worst team in MLS Mm -hmm. that he's joined.
0: Right, dead last in that conference. Again, nine goals and three assists. This shows you, and this is part of the challenging. And part of the challenges, why it's going to be so hard for our American men to close the gap. Because of the level of product that is the MLS. There is no way that this guy at his age, even though he's one of the greatest, should be coming in and dominate. And I've seen some of his goals, I've seen some of his runs. This shows you the quality and this is the reason why polistic this is why it was golden for him to get that 70-80 million dollar deal overseas into those other big clubs cuz i mean he's going to go down right now for in my lifetime he's the best american soccer player i've you know i've seen and i've lived through tab ramos and all these other guys The get the game more, There's these guys are going, at least the guys that are on our national select team, those guys are going to continue to have to play abroad. Mr. Jurgen Clemson told us the truth and we just fired him for it because he wasn't one of ours. He was German. But, I mean, come on. I mean, he was the first one to say, hey, our guys need to start playing more over there. This is... I mean, it's good for MLS and it's good for the attention they're getting. It's good for American soccer in this league. But he is making a mockery out of the MLS. That is a young man's game. And he's driven through he's going through some of these dudes like Cones, and these are young, early 20 guys in their 20s, some of them in late teens. Just proves my point what I've preached about MLS. But, hey, if the 2 would have got a team, I would have been there to support it. But moving on, so that's your soccer. NBA, uh, you know, usually the NBA around this time as we get ready for training camp here pretty soon. But everybody's geared up on the National Football League and ready for college football to start. Usually when the NBA gets in the headlines, it's because there's drama. It's free agent drama. It's, it's somebody that's wanting a trade. I mean, it seems like this has been a theme for like the last five, six summers running. Uh, But James Harden continues. The James Harden situation continues to be in the news. Um, Now, you know, Brian Windhurst is over there with our national men's basketball select team um, in the Middle East. I think that's where they're at, some part of the Middle Eastern part of the world. And he's reporting that James has let the 76ers let it be known. He wants to make things a little bit uncomfortable. He's going to make it hard on them. That's what he's telling them, meaning like if you don't trade me, if, if you don't do what you promised me that you were going to do, I am going to make it very uncomfortable. Now, granted, there is a caveat to this because Brian Windhurst, he did add in there as well. Look, James is in a situation that he can't really. There's something that's dug deep, deep, deep in the CBA for situations like this, like if the Philadelphia 76ers, it is a situation where if James continue, if he decides not to show up or refuse to play, there is things in the CBA that allow the 76ers to pretty much take away his free agency status next year. So there is some leverage on both sides. The only drawback if you're the 76ers, you've got Nick Nurse that just showed up in town. He's a proven champion. I've always said it was more than just Kawhi Leonard. It was more than the 210 gift wrapping the six in Canada, a ring. Just sending them up there. Nick Nurse had a big part of that, but Nick Nurse then showed up. And then you've got a situation in Joel Embiid trying to troll. Maybe he's serious about scrubbing some of his stuff on his site for the 76ers, but the reality of it is james harden this just shows again i said it yesterday this just proves to me again this guy could care less about his really his legacy and really about winning a chip he's just stacking chips and ain't nothing wrong with that but that's why i've always told you there are people there are pro athletes that look at their they 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 know they have a unique skill set but they look at their profession the same way you look at your job, clocking in nine to five or whatever you do. It's a job. You don't love it. It's a job. They say one of the greatest things in, that you could do in life is it's not really so much of how much money you make or if you make a lot of money It's doing something for a, li- a living that's legal that you love to do. Okay. So the point is, James Harden, I mean, just to come out and say, I'm going to make it difficult for you, what does that mean? You know what that means? That means that, you know what, I'm not going to, you're just coming out right now and saying, I'm not going to be a good teammate. And then you got to wonder the trickle-down effect, does this affect Joel Embiid? And then he wants out. What do you got, Mr. Collins?
1: Well don't forget that this is coming on the heels of Damian Lillard saying that he you know, and his agent say, telling the NBA that he would make any team he would make it difficult on any team he went to if if another team were to acquire his services that wasn't the Miami Heat. All right. Now back in July this prompted Adam Silver and the NBA to come out and make a you know release a memo and a statement to players. You know, in light of that issue. And stating that, you know, at that time, in that incident with Lillard and Goodwin, who's his agent, had said, We have advised Goodwin and Lillard that any future comments made privately to teams or publicly suggesting Lillard would, will not fully perform the services called for under his player contract in the event of a trade will subject Lillard to discipline by the NBA. We have also advised the Players Association that any similar comments by players or their agents will be subject to discipline going forward. Now James Harden isn't saying you know don't you know if you trade me to another team I'm not gonna he's saying I won't perform player services for my team I will make this difficult that's what that's that's how he would make that
0: difficult. Well I think I, I think those are two different things. I feel like we're dealing uh, with a uh, very similar thing and we're,
1: uh, uh, we're 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 dealing with two players on a or a player situation now. To where they're saying, I will kick and scream if I don't get my way.
0: First of all, we're dealing with two different things, and let me explain to you why. Because first of all, there's first of all, what I'm not gonna do is group Damien Lillard in the same breath with James Harden and anything. James Harden is a repeat offender. Okay? Dame Lillard, even though I'm one of his biggest critics, Dame Lillard has given his blood, sweat, and tears for that organization. The situation with Dame Lillard in the age of which keep in mind I was against this. Even though I usually side on the side of the agents, I was against this. Dame Lillard's agent, all that was said was that don't trade for my client. He doesn't have interest going to you. He only wants to play for Miami. James Harden is letting the team he plays with, because they didn't trade him, and really what this comes down to is because Del Mori just didn't give him away for nothing. So he's telling his team, I'm going to make it hard on y'all. Those are two different things because at the end of the day, like when you brought, I'm glad you brought that up because we had talked about this about a couple weeks ago off air. We never got to it on the docket. What Adam Silver is doing with the Dame Lillard, even though I disagree with an agent making GM's hard, there's nothing the league can do to stop. You can't police that. That's going to go on back channels. It's going to go. Now, do you run the risk of somebody leaking and say, "Hey, man, we got a call from so and so's agent they're always and, and honestly in the situation. If I'm a GM and an owner, I want to know if he doesn't want to play for me or not." I don't want to give up assets and doing all that if he don't want to come and play with me. That's why I've never, you know, I've never understood guy. That's like another thing. That's just me. I don't want anything to do with anybody that doesn't want to do anything with me. I've done that since day one, even doing this show. Like to me, it's like, hey man, you might not like me. Don't well, don't tune in. But if you do, just I've never been caught up in that. Like, hey, well, they've got to like me. they No. So at the end of the day. But I want to know. I don't want anybody that doesn't want to be associated, especially when you're talking about giving millions in assets. So I see kind of what you're saying, but I, this this situation, Brian Winhurst is talking about whatever's in the CBA, that if he refuses to hold out and not show up, they can threaten him like the fines is just going to be whatever. But the truth of it is, James Harden wants that free agent eligibility, and I, and I don't know what Section C Rule 2-2 is. I don't know where it falls at, but it's there for them to go. Dane's agent is just letting people know he don't really want to be there. Dane didn't really threaten to say, oh, well, he'll kick and score. Or, he'll, he'll he'll sabotage. No, but he just said, hey, he do not really want to be there, so don't waste your time. I did disagree with that but the league saying sending that letter like they can't control that that's the same thing with tampering charges Magic Johnson can get uh, fined almost 100 G's for being on Jimmy Kimmel and making a joke about free agency but you got guys that show up to each other's weddings the players can go marry somebody the next you know be the best man in a wedding or go on a banana boat and say hey man you know what what do you think about playing what do you think about teaming up they can go on the Olympic teams and basically concoct plans on free agent years when they're going to get together Play. they do that but if you're a GM or a coach or a owner, you'll get fined. It's always going to be lopsided in that. But James Harden is just really just like, I don't know, you know, it's all, you know, the players are going to stick with player empowerment. And a lot of the LeBron has fought to give these players more control. Sometimes it's just ran amok, you know. I'm all about the brother and the, the, and the young black athlete getting, you know, you know not being treat, treated fairly, speaking up or whatever. But my, my goodness. I mean, it comes to a point where they've taken this and they ran with it. And the owners and the GMs, what are they going to do? And you got to really think, who in the hell is going to trade for James Harden when this would be the third team in three seasons that he has pretty much forced away his way out of? But there you go. I mean, that's the NBA news. Uh, Again, like I said, if they're in the news and it's training camp time, in my opinion, that means there's some trade. There's some scandals. There's somebody's bitching, complaining and moaning about contracts that want to be traded. But speaking of basketball, the ladies, WNBA, um, for people that, yeah, we don't, to our new markets, yeah, we don't, I don't cover WNBA it was a year WNBA didn't even get run on this show, but the products gotten better. It, they've done a good job marketing. So the last few years, I've paid more attention to it. The Vegas aces and the New York Liberty met for the second time in probably the last two weeks. Um, they blew out the Aces again in back to back games. Now, again, this was for, and again, a good example, this is for this whole Federal Cup. This, like, this game yesterday, Commissioners, Commissioners Cup. Cup. This is the same thing the NBA released, which I had on the die. I didn't talk, I mean, Jonas brought it up. I had heard about it, but I'm like, who's getting excited for this mid tournament release schedule? Like, in, in the perfect example, Liberty and the Aces play last night. This doesn't count. None of the stats count individually. They don't, the game doesn't count for the now Everybody knows and thinks this is the preview of the finals, and they play again Friday night, I think. They play again Friday uh, tomorrow or, night. Or, or tomorrow night. That one's in the regular season, so really, you're getting a preview of the NBA finals. I told y'all that after game three of the WNBA was coming down to these two teams. The New York Liberty really feel like they can beat this team. Now, granted, I don't think Candace Parker has played in the last two games. I mean, yes, Candace at a certain age in her career right now, she's still vital to what Becky and them do. But let me tell you, they believe they can beat the Aces. They've dubbed them up at least the last two times. And my girl Kelsey Plum, she's really has struggled the last two times that they've played. I think she's got some beef with old girl over there at uh, New York Liberty. She kind of had a problem. I forgot her name. She's a phenomenal player from Oregon. What's my What's my uh, girl's Sabrina name? Sabrina Iannoski? Yeah, man. You know, I think where I heard that, uh, you know, Kelsey took some exceptions of her being on the 2K cover or some stuff like that. And saying, hey, well, wait, we're the champions. I mean, what's going on? And, you know, she's taking, you know, she used to be, she had a relationship with Kobe, the great late Mamba. She didn't brought it to Plum the last two times. Plum's my girl, but she didn't bought it. She didn't hand her ass the last two times. So you got that going. on. When we get back, it's training camp. We've got NFL to talk about. Okay, we've definitely got some things to get into. Robert Sala rips his offensive line. And I'll give my thoughts on that when we get back. You listen to the sports grind. Today's show is being presented by Dos Equis. Get a dose. We are broadcasting him from the Maestro de Bell Tequila Studios. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark, producing, spinning the one and twos. We'll be back. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark, producing and spinning the one and twos. Today's show is being presented by Dos Equis. Get a dose. And we are broadcasting here for the Maestro de Bell Tequila Studios. And this next segment is going to be sponsored by Specs. Keep in mind, when it comes to preseason tailgating, Specs is the number one playmaker in Texas with lower prices on a stadium-sized selection of everything you need to keep your team's spirits high. And also keep in mind, if you're looking for the latest new product, or you know what you want and you just want to deliver it to your own doorstep. Don't forget about specsonline.com because the fun starts here. That is Specs, an official sponsor of the Sports Grind and an official partner of the Dallas Cowboys. 87737 All Alright, so keeping it going with the docket. Um a couple other things as well too. Uh, baseball, you know, you got some day action going on right now. Uh, you know, yesterday you had Texas, the Rangers picked up another win. We really didn't get a chance to talk about how solid that they were, you know, in regards to Mad Max's last outing the other day, you know, he bounced back from his debut and had a solid outing. Um, but really last night, you know, they beat the angels. So they picked up another W against the angels. Um, the other, of course, really the stories, I mean, really, if you think there's two surprises, I think is really the demise of the New York Mets and the Yankees. I mean, right now the Yankees have their the the you know the light is shining on them because it's just it is what it is but Boone you know I've been on this kick with him but you know Boone really you can tell in his post game press conference yesterday it's just really just beat down I mean, he's you know he's putting the blame saying it starts with him. But hey, man, we can't think about October. We think about September. We got to think about right now because we got to find a way to get. I mean, and they're they're getting beat. I mean, it's not like they're getting beat two one three one. Where they're getting beat when they when they run up against teams that have a good lineup and good offense. They've been struggling. So again, I'm going to beat this drum all the way home. If they don't clean house from top to bottom, then I have to wonder. How stem the son? Like, are you? Do you really even have your dad's DNA running through you? Which I know you do, but it's like there's no way that Boone should be just the one that falls on this. They've got a clean house because I they just really don't have any life uh, in him. And I've been talking about how this team's been built for years. I just don't. I just don't agree with it. So you got that going on in baseball. I definitely want to get into here shortly the Michael Orr situation um you know that you know this came across my radar of course monday uh, we didn't get a chance to get to it yesterday and it's kind of circled everywhere i mean the- this world news has it fox you know cnn Um, just a sad situation all the way around but I really want to be fair as possible in this and really give my take and my spin the way I see it through the lens and really what possibly could be going on here Uh, but before we get into that let's start with some of the training camps and some of the updates that's going on as we inch closer I mean we got I think there's uh, we got a preseason game tomorrow between the Eagles and the Browns Um, and then we've got of course a slew of preseason week two games as well also Uh, but Let's start with um, Robert Sala, which this week... I didn't catch. I told you that most likely it was going to probably be the only episode that I caught of Hard Knocks. Now, if I'm flipping channels and catch one of the replays, the reruns, that's one thing. But it's not appointment TV for me. And it's not because it's the Jets. I've just been like this in general uh, with Hard Knocks over the years. Uh, but Rob, Robert Sala decided to go ahead and really rip into his O-line in front of the team. Now, this was... The cameras are rolling. We know HBO and NFL's films are in the house um, in regards to and I'm going to paraphrase. I mean, he went to the point to look at naming. You've got a future um, Hall of Fame quarterback. He said, you can have a receiver making so much money. You can have a right in. You can have a defensive guy and all this. And it really don't mean anything. And I can't use the language because we've got FCC regulations. But I really want to go ahead and um, just let you know it doesn't mean feces. If the guys up front, the big boys up front can't get going. Now, I've been talking about while everybody's been, you know, for the most part, slurping the Jets for the last, I don't know, since the trade. um, I've come in here on a couple occasions and said that the one thing no one's really talking about is I felt a little bit iffy about their offensive linemen in just general. Based off of what, you know, we saw Zach go through last year, Zach Wilson, and really just knowing that, hey, where Aaron Rodgers came from, The luxury of the last couple years, at least under the floor of having a pretty much above average offensive line. They look real great. uh, Speaking of Green Bay's line in the first preseason game that there was going to be some concerns uh, with that. So, again, it's a slippery slope, in my opinion, when you have a young team like that, you have a team that's garnering a lot of attention Okay, you have reluctantly accept cameras and NFL films in the locker room. And it's to the point where when the cameras are rolling, you have to be careful because there's a lot of people that really act different when the cameras come on. And it's human nature to try to put on a show and, and act a little different. And I feel that when you have a coach that hasn't really it's not a proven head coach. He's pretty much a proven defensive quarter. I mean, he had a couple few good years and some damn solid defenses under Kyle Shanahan with the 49ers. But he's won like two division games since he's been there. And in that same speech, he's talking about the culture. He's talking about like, hey, y'all, it's up to y'all to change the culture of this organization and from where this was and this and this. And then he goes into office alignment. But it's like, yo, man, like you, you've been here. It's not like this is your first year on the job. You were part of that culture. I just feel like a coach that does that in front of the cameras that might not have the skins on the wall, it's a slippery slope, in my opinion, with a young team if things go awry. And really, I just have a philosophy and I've got an opinion. I mean, when you have offensive line problems, whether it's because of injuries, whether it's because of lack of talent or whatever the case may be, in the National Football League, not on Saturdays, not on Friday night lights, It's usually a group, a unit that you've got to really have some good coaching that can coach your lineup because the offensive line, in my opinion, I've always had a philosophy. It is hard as hell to really fix that once, you know, real action starts flying when the season kicks off you got to address that the best way you can in in the offseason and free agency and the draft. And the reason why I say that is I just believe the Jets, it's going to come down. I don't know who their offensive line coach is, but it's going to come down to the offensive line coach getting this young offensive line to step up and play to the standards to let Aaron Rodgers be Aaron Rodgers to do that thing. But I wonder, is this the same? I wonder... I mean, he seems like a real person. I mean, a real, keep it real type of person. But I wonder if he would have had the same message or the same venom to his club if the cameras were not there. But I didn't get a chance to see the episodes. But you you said, Jonas, is still heavy intake on Aaron Rodgers in regards to his, uh, his involvement last night in the program.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's still the star of the show. Um, he was involved in the... Mentalist uh, little skit there at the beginning where you know people always bring, you know uh, coaches always bring different speakers and stuff in to talk to the guys during this time of year and he had a mentalist in there um, this time um, Salah did but also you had Aaron Rodgers you know his his first I guess this was the first split camp. Okay, like the joint um, with the, practice with the with the, with the, Pan- with the Panthers. Yeah. So we got to see a little bit of, a, a little bit of the Bryce Young interaction, um, Aaron Rodgers shaking hands with everybody, and somebody comes over and even says, "Man, you know everybody." And hmm. you, you know the commentator, go, you know the voiceover guy says, "When well, you've been in the league for twenty years, you know you have a lot of familiar faces." Um, but then you also get into the the official reaction. With the referees and he's he, hey Carl, how's it going, man? You know, is this your same First crew, same basis. crew as last year? And yeah. you know, they 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 share pleasantries, and then you get into the the preseason game, and um and and he's talking with the officials. Hey, who was who was the guy that you know false started? Who why why didn't we get this? Hmm. You know, uh, uh, you know the the free play on on a on a on a uh, you know, offsides penalty right. and all that. It, it it also shows though too. You know, I feel like where he's at in this stage, and I could, I could, if he didn't go and do you know reality TV or whatever, I wouldn't mind him seeing him on the sideline. The way he interacted with some of the coaches, you know, he was jiving with them and, and taking jabs at tight end coach. You know, uh, the last play that Zach Wilson had there before the half, tight end ran, ran, the, ran the wrong route. He's like hey, run the wrong route, you still get the touchdown, you know. Yeah. And he goes over tight end, hey tight end coach, hey man, good job. You know, we should maybe work that one into the. The playbook, wrong place. Get the get the touchdown.
0: Yeah, I uh, I'd be shocked if Aaron Rodgers got involved in coaching. I think when Aaron's done, you're going to see him if he's not hosting Jeopardy. Um, look, D Wade got a network to allow to design a game show for him to host. We've seen a lot. I mean, hell, they, Steve Harvey's a comedian, but they let him be a judge. I mean, TVs, it, it comes down, if you can move the needle, they'll let you do damn anything, whether you qualify or not. So Aaron Rodgers is either going to be hosting Jeopardy, they're going to give him another game show that created that he wants to host, or his ass going to be in Hollywood. I, I don't see Aaron Rodgers... Uh, have won any parts of any type of uh, Coordinator job Or anything like that I think he's going to want to go Hollywood And that's just prepping himself But I hear you though uh, But I didn't get a chance to see the episode That's the only thing that came across my radar uh, That I felt that it was like Okay, you know what I mean, I understand the scrutiny's high I understand there's, you know And again, it's funny to me how Salah and Aaron is really playing up for the cameras, and these were the two dudes that really just spoke highly against having hard knocks this year. Interesting. But who does the Jets got this week in preseason? They were doing is it? It's not the it's not the Panthers. Well, they're having joint. Well, they did have joint practice with them. That was us. But who do they got? Uh, the Buccaneers Buccaneers. Buccaneers hmm. Your boy Baker and the Buccaneers We'll see how that goes I mean I still don't know I mean you probably won't see Aaron Rodgers I think you need to see Aaron Rodgers at some point uh, This week or the last preseason game I just don't know about going cold turkey With still Garrett Wilson New receivers And then you talk about Dalvin Cook And everything I hear You know Dalvin Cook is going to be ready to go Week one opening against Buffalo uh, That Monday night So we'll see how it goes 877-37-GRIND. Also, uh, a couple other stories coming out. Lamar Jackson, uh, you know, every, it's well documented in regards to his offseason. We know he was fighting for a contract. Uh, we know that they got a little personal between him and the organization. And we also know in the draft and free agency, they made everything about Lamar from the new offensive coordinator The receiver's going to get OBJ, drafting another receiver, using high draft capital to draft another receiver. Um, And we've taken it one step further. Supposedly, you know, Lamar Jackson saw a couple plays on social media. I'm like, damn, what are you looking at? Like, who's, I mean, is there an underground war with social media? You're sharing football plays? I don't know. Maybe he meant video. But he brings it up. He sees it. He likes it. He lets, you know, his I think it was his quarterback coach and then let the offensive coordinator know that, hey, I came across these two plays talking, just, you know, sharing ideas. Next thing you know, the coach offensive coordinator, they put the plays in the playbook. And the reason why I bring that up is because, you know, it's almost I don't know. It's almost like a light bulb went off with somebody in the Ravens organization and just said, look, are we really letting Lamar be all he can be? Are we really, I mean, do we still have the training wheels on Lamar Jackson? Because they have done a 180 and how how much say-so they're allowing him to have and the control and the type of offense uh, that they supposedly are working on in development camp. And I'm hearing, you know, Lamar said that another thing that surprised him, he said he doesn't think that people understand how fast OBJ really is. He said he's very fast and really, you know, and, and this is coming off of an injury that he suffered which OBJ, he's he's dealt through this before, different leg, though. Uh, but, you know, Lamar, everything is, is high. And I'll keep telling you, I, I remember that last year with Louisville, and it was kind of more, and that's the reason why, you know, the comments of, you know, the great Bill Polian was really just crazy at the time because, you know, I remember him passing more. I, put, I remember him putting up decent yards that year through the air. And again, Ozzy's one of the goats. It was his last draft pick that he drafted Lamar. Um, and the and I said this before they changed the whole organization to fit his skill set. But it's crazy how they're finally, you know. But now they say usually quarterbacks pop in year three, and this is Lamar's what six year? How many years Lamar been in late? He's been in there a minute now. Um, but this is, seems like this is the one all season that they're taking the leap forward to really give them the keys. Eight seven seven three seven grind, keeping it going. Also, um, another thing that's brewing. Joel Benito, is that right? Did I butcher that one, Jonas? You know who that is, right? Joel Betonio. Yeah, I butchered that one. Who's that on Cleveland? He's an offensive lineman, right?
1: Yeah, uh, left guard, all pro. Think he's made All Pro maybe two or three times.
0: Well, he has some serious comments here in regards to uh, the team that they just played in the preseason. Um, He Uh, believes they're they're practicing right now with the Eagles. Yeah, and he believes that the Eagles took some cheap shots at Deshaun Watson. Is this much of anything? Is this? Is this? uh, You know, when I look at this, is this a situation where? We're trying to rally around Deshaun Watson. We're trying to make it known that we're protecting him. I mean, when you say when you say another defensive player, and that you're telling me that this took play, this has really comes down into a joint practice that they're going through.
1: Yeah, uh, Montez Sweat knocked the ball out of Deshaun Watson's hands during a live drill. Um, there's been a little bit more chippiness. He said. Batonio said this morning it goes both ways. Um, but it's been, it's, I mean, it's, and it's 90 degrees up there, you know, which down here doesn't sound like a whole lot, uh, you know, but, um, especially being from Ohio, I mean, that's a pretty, Mm. pretty nice summer day. Um, but he said it goes both ways. It's just been extra aggressive. Um, and he, I, He's always been one of those guys to play both sides of the line. I mean, he played next to, right next to Joe Thomas for a year, for a few years there at the start of his career. Um, Played on the same offensive line as J.C. Treader, who's now, you know, he's still the players' president of the players' association, Mm -hmm. uh, but he's no longer with the with the team, right? And so he's he's learned how to speak both ways. Uh, You know, I I think like middle of the road, okay? Um, To where he's saying, you know, look, it's been very aggressive. I think both parties need to chill out a little bit. But, yeah, our quarterback is is, ta- is seeing some action that maybe he shouldn't be in and, a, you know, just a joint practice. And,
0: see, that's kind of weird. Not weird, but, you know, normally when you have these joint practices, I mean, you see a couple of them. I mean, they've become more popular here, especially since the CBA different and you can't really be in pads so many days out of the practice. can do 2 or days So they and, – and really the way preseason handle, a lot a lot of coaches take more stock in these joint practices than sometimes they would do the preseason game. But usually there's an – agreement. You do it with an organization you've got some, you know, ties with. But in the, and also you do it with some unwritten rules. Like you kind of discuss kind of what we're going to work on, on from that team to this. And we kind of address the players and let it know that, you know, we're really trying to come out of this thing healthy. So due to the fact that if this is true and there were some cheap shots really be taken, you have to wonder, you know, is that some type of animosity somewhat between the peers that's going on with Deshaun Watson? and Because I'll guarantee, like you said, it's hot, Jonas, and also, man, these guys are, look, man, it's one of those that when you get, like, especially if you're not in the quarterback fraternity, if you get a guy that gets guaranteed money like that in full guaranteed, you can grow a little bit of animosity to your peers throughout the league, especially if they ain't on your team. OK, so if you're talking about a joint practice and he really feels like there's some cheap shops going, I mean, what at the point where, well, you know, these are the two. I mean, the Philly and I mean, this ain't even really a, any type of robbery, really, in per se. So um, but that's some serious allegations there when you accuse another peer of taking a cheap shot but when we get back uh, of course we got almost forgot we got another edition of two over unders today i don't even know what the teams are up i kind of basically forgot almost to put in the docket but also we've got a report with cbs sports asked the question and i'll get the report here in a second second is russell wilson is it just come to the point where he's washed up and i've got a question. And I've got a question I want to ask in regards to that question being asked. You listen to the sports grind today's show is being presented by Dos Equis. Get a dose. We are broadcasting here from the Maestro de Bell Tequila Studios. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark, produced and spinning the one and twos. We'll be back.
2: When life sounds too much like this. It's time to consider more of this Sometimes a little shift is all you need A dose of perspective Dos X Lager Get a dose Enjoy Dos X responsibly Copyright 2021 Imported by Cervezas Mexicanas White
1: Plains, New York